Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Spech. Hey, hello. What's happening, Derek? Not much, man. There's somebody in a green shirt next to you. I know. It's creeping me out. It's that hair. Hi, this is John Van Berger. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the blame if I swear tonight. It's okay. Alan Drummond. <laughs> Welcome, Alan. It's two weeks in a row you've been on our show. I know. What's with that? When do I get the paycheck? You just got <laughs> it. Did you not drink that beer? I drank that beer. Happy yes, paycheck that's your day. paycheck. That's my paycheck. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Should have made it last longer. Right, but at least I'm in person this time, not in Perry Sound with trains. Trains? <laughs> or and... were there trains? Yeah. <laughs> You've got your do not swear on your laptop? I do. And what Google. else do you got on there? On my laptop? Yeah. I have... You got a button. I, 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 I need to cue this up better. Skinny Apples. Skinny Apples. Skinny Apples. <laughs> you know, Skinny Apples. That'll come in later. You know, Everybody look, remember that. It picks up pretty good. You won't have to lift it up. Yeah. yeah. Skinny Atlas. How you doing, Alan? I'm having a great time with the Google pronunciation thing I've just found out about tonight. Skinny Atlas. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, doing well. Good, good, good. Yeah. You had a good time up north? I did. Lots of work, lots of uh, friend time, um, lots of lake time. So, yeah, always a good, good time up there. Uh, Derek, how are you doing? Fantastic. Anything new? My guard's grown like gangbusters. Um I, I'm not enjoying the uh, the hot, hot weather. Yeah. My begonias are starting to have flowers. Yeah. People in BC are looking at you right now going, really? You're really thinking good. about hot? <laughs> <laughs> really? 47.7 degrees in Lynn, know, BC in the record. interior yesterday. Broke a Canadian record that was set in uh, Saskatchewan in 1936, 1937. Three days in a row. They're 46.6. Three days. Three days in a row? They broke the record three days consecutively. Wow. Shit, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just going to go out of your way to swear it's that. I'm totally going Derek, out of my way. Derek, Derek, throw money. Derek with a pile of change and a glass. <laughs> I'm going to sit here having an edit Skinny well, well into the night right tonight. control. <laughs> oh, man. Have fun editing. Yeah, I know. Eh? <laughs> I got to be up at five in the morning. Uh, we went paddling this weekend, ah, Derek. Yes. Duffins Creek. Duffins Creek. You've never been there before. I, I've i driven over it hundreds of times. But you've never actually paddled Duffins nope, Creek. No, nope. I didn't even know it was there. I had to look on Google Maps to see where on the highway I would pass over it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, it's funny because there used to be an off-ramp there way back in the early 90s, I think they took it out. There used to be a... a church street. There used to be a Harwood exit there too, right? So farther was, up, yeah. Yeah, farther up. Yeah, so they took out Harwood. They took out... Uh, Church Street, and mm-hmm. they put in Westney. Yeah. Good mm. times. Uh, yeah, so we went out for a paddle. We were going to go out and do some canoe polling, get uh, the first canoe pole exercise of the, <laughs> yeah. of the year in. What, weather, a mess, what a mess that was. <laughs> weather looked like absolute garbage. Uh, they were talking thunderstorms and everything like that, but it actually turned out... It was fantastic. So the weather, the the threat of poor weather kept everybody away. So we yeah. had Duffins Creek all to ourselves. So I think we got off the water at three or four. Three, yeah. And uh, other people were just getting on the water then, but we didn't see a single other paddler the entire time. Because usually when you when I paddle um, the creek there, like there's always people coming up and down, and there was nothing. Mm-hmm. Do you remember last year, Alan, when we went? That was last yeah, year we went. Last year. Do you remember the log that you had to uh, limbo under? Limbo under. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gone. 
swept away were the winner? Or Either swept cut away or somebody, or somebody cut, cut it, cut it, it and, yeah. and totally took it away. Yeah. How was the parking lot at the put-in? Empty. Yeah. We got wow. pretty much... They haven't put the dock in yet. So I wonder if that's they because... They can't put the dock in. Yeah. ...of the whole Ajax residents have to register. Mm-hmm. Everybody else has to pay. And it's just keeping people away. The threat of weather in that obviously kept I people away. I think it was most of the weather. When we, when we left, there, when we got there, I think there was... We were like the third car in the parking lot, maybe the fourth. But when we left, there was 20 or 30 cars. And mm-hmm. what time did you arrive? Uh, nine thirty. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And what time did you get back? We got off the water at three thirty. Okay, so mid afternoon. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I went um, paddling Sunday afternoon at a park near me, right at the Mississauga Toronto border, and I had to wait ten minutes for someone to pull out to get a parking spot. Really? And that was like my backup paddling place that won't be as busy as the other two paddling places that I knew would be jammed <laughs> and it was it was jammed Saturday we went paddling off Cherry Beach in the Toronto and out to the Toronto Islands and again had to wait until somebody backed out loaded her stand up paddleboard and backed out to park because it was just it was just a shit show wow. um, the amount of people <laughs> now Cherry Beach they've also recently paved the parking lot and relined it all it used to be a dirt parking lot, so they've lost a lot of spots. And right. just the chaos of having no organization before. But it, um, yeah, it was just, and when I got off the water, I don't know, 3 or 4 or whatever, 233. Yeah, they're on 3, I got off the water. It was just cars just circling, looking for spots. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, usually that's what it's like down there as well. Even, like, first thing in the morning, everybody's wanting to get on the water or go do some hikes. Or There's a lot of people that line the banks fishing. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I got to think it's partly the weather and maybe some of the um, Ajax making non-residents pay now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I th- I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure most of it being so dead was uh, was the, the threat of bad weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they're supposed to rain pretty heavy. And then oh, this weekend was supposed to be horrible. Changed. Yeah. But they, the, the weather or the, the water at the put-in was low. Like four feet or five feet low. Yeah. Well. Yeah, and then so the dock's not even in yet, but I mean we 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 launched, but farther up it started getting deeper mm. in some spots that usually aren't as deep as like there's spots that we we should have been canoe poling and we weren't, you know, um, but um, yeah, you know what it was it was pretty good. Lots of birds, kingfishers. We saw the kingfishers. Lots of birds. Lot, yeah. We saw a few beavers. We saw a mama and a baby beaver and. We saw, and I was surprised. Like the, there was a big old beaver when we were coming back down. He was swimming up, up river, and uh, he just paddled by us. We could yeah. see his ears twitching, and he just, as if we weren't there, he didn't even turn his head towards us. He just <laughs> like, go ahead, make my day. Yeah, normally they would <laughs> slap their tails and go under, but it's like no, he just didn't care. Yeah, uh, and like you say, the baby beaver who looked like a little he was go so little confused. drunk fellow. What do I do? What do I do? Yeah. The mama was in yeah. the river trying to draw us away, and he was just kind of wandering around. He could barely walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, not as much garbage floating down the river this spring. Good to see. You know, there's a couple of spots where you know, you know it collects behind. Um, we picked up a fair amount of stuff, stuff, but but yeah, we picked some of that up. The uh, any golf balls? No, it, no. Was, it was deep there. It was deep, well, and, it's, golf, and it was muddy. Golfing this there, yeah, thing either, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's. The water is extremely dirty and muddy right now. Right. Right. Recent rains. And, and, yeah. So we couldn't even see the bottom. Yeah. But we did cut some uh, lures because that's what I, I like to do because I got the the, the blade on the, the, PF, the PFD there. Um, 
when you come up to some of the low hanging trees where like the fish and they, you see the lines hanging mm-hmm. and stuff. Got some nice lures. Yeah, I saw that because didn't it you post like a video shopping. of that on on Facebook? Facebook. Yeah, yeah, our Instagram. Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah, yeah, so we cut out a couple of lures and and some where are those line. Lures, and I have them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at them like oh, I got those already. Here you go, Derek. Here you go, Derek. But then you know a lot of the bait hooks and stuff, and there's uh, there's an awful lot of people drink White Claw. <laughs> yeah, hate it. Absolutely it's, hate it. You know, I've tried a few different flavors. There's a couple of flavors I haven't tried that I want to try, but don't. Yeah, it's no, um, it's always got this like back taste of like petrol, gasoline. Yeah. All, there's all these seltzer water flavored drinks now. Yeah. It's like, I, yeah. Oh, the AHA stuff. Yeah, but that's and... no different than when we were growing up and coming up, the Bacardi Breezers and all yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I remember one year when I was oh, yeah, 17, tequila. Bacardi Breezers came out. So that would have been whatever year that was, 1980, whatever. Bacardi Breezers were like the jam. They were like 7-Up. or uh, uh, Yeah, 7-Up or Sprite. But with a kick, with a 5% kick. And they were delicious. <laughs> we just, they we were just left that out. We just bought one bottle and passed it around. <laughs> there was no mixer. <laughs> one bottle of what? Tequila, Jack, whatever uh, we could get. See, when I was that, like tequila for me, like we'd be in, like we'd got get the Jose Corvo like silver back then, because you know we knew that was the best and that's all there was, and that put me off tequila for twenty years until I found really good tequila when I was an adult. Oh, Southern yeah. Comfort, I still can't drink. What was the no, bad I mean, experience behind the school when I was about nineteen <laughs> one night? I remember a cheap wine growing up. It's like something duck. Baby duck. Baby, baby duck. duck. There baby, we go. Baby yeah. duck. Like Chateau Libido. Four dollars a bottle or yeah. something, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Chateau Libido. Comes with a screw-off cap and says, sir, before Friday. <laughs> you buy yeah. by the bucket. Yeah. <laughs> How did we get to this from... Oh, uh, because the, 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 the white cans. Can, white yeah. Yeah. Picking up cans on yeah. the yeah. Yeah. Come on. Follow along, Alan. Follow along, worth giving like Coors Light or PBR or something. Well, you know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there, there wasn't as much garbage, but there was some cans and bottles like you always get sort of yeah. thing. Uh, water current was, was pretty fast in spots. Um, we did, yeah, the, when we started having to, to canoe pull just north of Bailey street, um, there was a couple spots. I don't remember it being deep in that one section because there's rocks and it's like picture a waterfall underwater. Then mm-hmm. just all of a sudden that drop off. Yes. So yeah. I'm like pulling on the the right, <laughs> and then when I flip it over to pull on the left, it's like you want to throw it's yourself like overboard. Feet deeper, <laughs> sort of thing. It's like what? I don't remember that. And and you can't see the bottom because the water is so murky. It's like yeah. I don't know how far this I'm gonna have to reach to reach the bottom. It's like yeah. I almost went over a couple times. So like almost threw the the pole into the river. It's like wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That first uh, canoe polling exercise of the season always gets you. Yeah, you feel all the aches and pains and. And everything till you hard start to get feet. the. I found yeah. it very hard in the feet, just like See, yeah. first time I did stand up paddleboard. So hard. See, to... I never found it hard in the feet, but yeah. um, the the back of the legs uh, at one point were just like. Mm-hmm. But once you start getting that all worked out and get your foot um, positions properly, exactly, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that, and you know, I I didn't rip my knees off the. Not the the yolk. yolk or anything <laughs> like that. So I still have sore shins from the last time I canoe pulled. With, <laughs> with you guys in 2017, because <laughs> I went over the center thwart twice, maybe three times. I did well, the water a couple of times. Derek figured out my. If you think you're going to fall, just drop. 
and you stay like a in bag of potatoes. Yeah. Well, right. Because well, remember I put together that little video this spring while the pandemic and we had nothing to do. Yeah. So I put that on my Kingdom Outdoors products um, Instagram page, and, and 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 going over that little low head damn weird thing, you yeah. did exactly that. It's like whoa, oh, 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 and drop and <laughs> drop. Yeah, yeah. It's it's perfect because yeah. then you end up on the bottom. I mean, you're sitting on your butt, but at least you're not sitting outside your canoe. <laughs> you're not in the water. And I've always been taught: stay in the canoe. Don't go outside the canoe. <laughs> so I grew up mostly as a kayaker, and we spent a lot of time wet being upside down with the boat on top of us and stuff. So I was just, I was confused that day. Yeah. You just didn't <laughs> keep. That's my story, and I'm sticking to Keep the open side up, Alan. <laughs> There's Alan. He's rolling the canoes again. Uh, but yeah, there, you know, there was uh, the majority of the paddle, we had hoped to get a bit more, um, well, I had hoped to get more canoe pulling practice in that day, but uh, yeah, the the water was quite deep in the majority of it, and uh, it's a bit surprised yeah. at that. Um, but it was a good day. It was it was nice to get on out in the water. It was the first time I paddled this year. Yeah, well, and it's the coming back where it's all. Um, wait, wait a second! Wait a second! Wait a second! I'm I'm looking at Derek in wonderment here. It's the first time you've been out on a canoe this year. Yeah, in 2021. Mm-hmm. That's quite unbelievable. That's so unbelievable. I want to say, Skinny Atlas. <laughs> Skinny Atlas. <laughs> wow, I, di- I didn't realize that. But yeah. you know, all things being fair, pandemic and lockdowns. Yeah, and all that. Wow. weird. Okay. Eh? Yeah, yeah. So it was a good day. Um, hope to get out again. Now I'm looking at another spot that is shallow and some faster water and stuff. Not super duperty fast. Mm-hmm. Um. But, super uh, what fast? Super de duper de. Okay, thank you. Well, look it up in the dictionary. It's a real word. <laughs> Hang on, give me my dictionary. I got to write that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know what? It's not so no, not too fast and all that. So you'll be able to get some good practice in. And it's yeah. I think it's probably the same distance from my house as as the mouth of Duffins Creek. I it, I can't do it in my canoe. It's uh, the keel in my canoe. It's uh, you can't really I can't really do adequate bowling in it. Is it just the water grabs the keel and turns the canoe? <laughs> I struggled mightily. See, that just gives you that much more. You got to put that much Skinny more power Atlas. and effort. Effort. Skinny Atlas. Um, yeah. So that was uh, definitely. We'll definitely have to get out uh, mm-hmm. again. And uh, I think we're talking about maybe setting up a day with Alan to go do go some kayaking. kayaking. Yeah. Yeah. What are those lights you just? Uh, I just got from you, Alan. Oh, so I brought you, as you asked for last week, for night paddling, two uh, deck lights that are uh, available again from my store, Kingdom Outdoor Products. Um, they just suction cup to the back of your uh, canoe, or they can go on your float box on your uh, uh, canoe. I said canoe a minute ago, I meant kayak. They can go on your float box on your uh, canoe, and they're a 360-degree soft white light that, uh, for night paddling or um, just when you need a light, uh, foggy or whatever. So, mm-hmm. so hopefully we get out more night paddling this year. I definitely want to get back to the uh, islands. Do that. Maybe that's again. what we'll do. I know you want to go up yeah. near your place, but mm-hmm. bring bring you into the islands for a night That'd paddle. Be nice. Yeah, yeah, be so. awesome. Uh, what else? So, Alan, you wanted to come on this week because you had a couple ideas of things you wanted to talk about, and one of them sort of was, uh, I think, maybe came from a comment that was put on one of our Instagram photos. Yeah. So oh, yes. the other day you had posted something, which you don't post a lot, but you posted a picture on Duffins Creek, uh, on Instagram, sorry, of you and Derek's paddle on Duffins Creek. 
And you're like, great day to get out for a paddle and celebrate National Canoe Day yesterday. Nice to hang out on the river instead of the recording studio for a change. Because you two, honestly, don't paddle a lot together. No, So this no. is like your yeah. second, third, fourth time paddling just you two together. Our wives say we have to once in a while. <laughs> That's only because they want you guys out what? of the house. They don't care what you're doing. They just want you out of the house. One, one of our listeners, uh, John Carlson Sr., put uh, i'm sure i think that's who it was yeah uh he put the comment i thought you guys were like the u.s president and vice president right 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 you don't that battle together the, yeah that was on the facebook page <laughs> <I just saw laughs> <that. laughs> but it's rare it happens <laughs> so anyway we just here just as you guys hear us when, when we're talking about because you know we had several years of friendship and that and just like anybody uh, friendships you, you have a, a, a certain way you joke with each other and that but but a comment that just it just bugged me and then when i brought it up to you two you two were both like what the and then we brought john van berger into the conversation and just he he was flabbergasted too and the comment was derek needs to lose some weight um mm-hmm. the only one who has to care about derek losing weight is derek yeah you and know? it was a complete stranger i didn't know who she yeah. was um just, well and that's what flabbergasted me i mean even tracy mm-hmm. told you earlier like i was mortified that like, that was on there because i yeah. At first, I thought, oh, one of Derek's buddies. Somebody, it must be somebody. And that's yeah. what I thought. It's like, okay, yeah. so I looked at the profile. It's a female. I guess it's a sister. It's a cousin. It's somebody. Because, like I said um, at the start of this segment, me and Sean, me and Derek, Derek and Sean, the three of us, we all joke with each other like brothers. And there's lines that get crossed all the time. But we all know the context. We all know the, um, the impact of those conversations. Yeah. And... We all deserve it. Um, no, but we all accept it from each other, and that's yeah. what people who love each other do, right? It's the, the way we show our love. It. It's um, yeah. it's not always right, and we'll tell each other. It's like you know, and and weight is something that I've struggled with, and over the last year, beginning of pandemic, I've lost close to fifty pounds. Um, and, and I'm quite proud of that because that is something that when I look back at pictures two years ago, I'm like, shit, that's that's pretty ugly. Um, and now I'm kind of proud of it. So when I see that somebody's beaten up on. <laughs> Somebody that, you know, that I hold dear to me, it's like, yeah, like, I got the gloves on, and, you know, I asked a guy if I could respond to her, and I did, and on the Instagram post, and um, just essentially saying, like, this isn't okay, like, you don't know him, um, we don't know you, why is this okay, um, where is this coming from, kind of thing. You know, it's like only a couple of days she hasn't responded yet, I don't expect her to respond. No. Um, but then what, that that just brought up other topics of conversation along the same kind of lines that just like, why is it okay to beat up on people that you don't know, whether yeah. it's on social media or wherever else? Um, quite recently, um, I've never re- I've never even met her, but I like I like some of her content. Alexis Outdoors um, posted this uh, her day trip video. She was just out on her own for a day trip without her partner. And she started talking about the uh, the app What Three Words, which I know in some in some uh, social media groups is either loved or it's hated. Um, she's fallen in love with it like I have, mm-hmm. and and she just got like hammered on social media about about the What Three Words. It's um, what were some of the comments? Something like, um, "Well, how much are they paying you to say this? You're obviously sponsored by them. You're obviously it's like I don't see people doing that to other." No people. When Jim Baird mentions, you know, a, a company Anything, name yeah. or Kevin Kevin Callen or people who do make their living off of sponsored um, uh, um, YouTube posts and all that kind of thing, but they picked on her, and, and and it's not okay. And I don't care if you're Derek sitting next to me or 
Britney Spears or Alexis Outdoors or Kevin Callan or whatever, it's not okay to tell someone, you look fat, you look ugly, you know, what are you doing with, you know, just, no, it's not okay anymore. You know? No, and there seems to be a ton of it. I mean, you can only blame the pandemic stress so So much. much. Yes, exactly. You know, uh, I got to a point where I was ready to stop posting on... Ontario, uh, was it Backcountry Campers? Right. Because I posted a couple pictures. You get 400 people saying, that is hilarious. And then as we were talking last night, the the Karen and the Carls show up. Yeah. It's like, you know what? That's what you're taking from that. There was a post today. Somebody posted a picture of a Ontario conservation officer in a boat with a um, OPP officer. And they're saying they're out there in the water, making sure everybody's got their stuff, making sure everybody's safe. One guy posts a comment, get those silly masks off. You're in the outdoors. And I'm thinking, that's what you yeah, took from this that's picture? that's your takeaway? That's, that's your takeaway, your takeaway yeah. from this? Is they're out there keeping everybody safe, making sure they got their life jackets, making sure they got their safety equipment, making sure they're okay, making sure they're having a fun day. And your takeaway is they're wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, and and so what they're doing is they're just they're 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 uh, you know they're putting their own opinion on something and like you know as far as I know at my work we have a specific rules if we're on site even if we're walking from the car to a building we must have a mask on even if we're alone mm-hmm. right and so with OPP and and uh, and uh, you know Coast Guard and whatever they, I'm sure they have a policy. If you're if you're working, even if you're out of doors, you must wear a mask. But well, especially I, if they're only yeah. sitting this, you know. If they're two guys on a small boat. Yeah. Yeah. It's the rules. Yeah. Rules yeah. are rules. Yeah. But, you know, we, we talk about the paddling community being so friendly and so happy to share information and everybody is great to get out there and, and paddle and talk and Joe, you know. But over the last year... It's well, changed. I mean, yeah. People have been bored. Yeah. People are sitting at home bored. They get angry. They can't yep. get outside. Yep. And they just lash out at those who are celebrating the outside. Yeah. They're, you know, and I know a lot of these people have been pulling out content from ages ago that didn't make it to whatever and airing it through the pandemic and trying to make things fresh and all that again. And and then you get these people like these people that you're mentioning with the uh, the officers, just yeah. like they just can't get any positivity out of it. And it's not just the paddling community. It's just the world in general, like, just try to look at something with a little bit of a different lens. Throw some rose-colored glasses on now and again and just look for the positive. And if you can't post something positive, like, just don't. post. Don't. And it's, roll on by. And it's okay, yeah. to, it's okay to offer a different opinion on something. It's okay to critique something. It's okay to even call out somebody that's not doing something safe um, sometimes. But it's not okay to call somebody fat. It's not okay to call somebody no. ugly. It's not okay to call somebody stupid. It's just that's not okay. We learn that in kindergarten, if yeah. not before kindergarten, and we seem to forget it as adults. And I'm not perfect. I've tripped. I've got my nose bloodied a few times by shit I've said. I, God knows I have. Sean Patterson will tell you I'm the most, the person with the most 
like reports on his Ontario backcountry camping thing because it's yeah I've I've made jokes in jest with like David Bain and all that people that know the context and the intent of the thing but then the funny. Facebook censors pick it up and it's yeah. not not and then Sean because it's in his group he gets a, a little notification and I'm the bad guy there but oops <laughs> um you know it's just well one of the one of the things I put on why is it his page I think we should just ban his page. <laughs> right, we think they're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, Sean, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the one when the one thing that I put up there, and people were thinking it was hilarious. If you take it, but you know, like I say, the when people in the jeans, in the, the jeans, lady in the, the ripped jeans, jeans yeah. And, yeah, yeah. So I ended up just close your eyes, picture them. a young young girl running through the forest with ripped jeans on. Well, they're eating ice cream. They're eating ice cream on yeah. a dock. On a dock, they happen to have ripped jeans, which we used to yeah. wear. Yeah, and they say they celebrate after successfully they survived the, survived the bears bear or something like that, something. Yeah. something like that. Yeah, and then a couple of women came out and says, "I can't believe you're making fun of of young women, of young and, women, and the way they dress." It's like, right, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's like you know um, what? No, that's no. what you took from that. Yeah. yeah, and the number of people that saw said thought it was absolutely hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you know what. From every demographic, yeah, yeah, many demographics. Oh, there, yeah. yeah. You, you know, I, I was looking at some of the the people that were uh, thinking it was funny, and there were young women that thought it was funny. There were yeah. older women that thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah, all demographics. And then you get one or two of them, and it happens everywhere now. But I think there's some people out there. They're just on the edge of the seat, waiting to be offended and baiting. Yeah, and they're yeah. just waiting to be offended. Yeah, they're pre-offended and they're just waiting for excuse to uh, to lash out. Pre-offended, <laughs> totally. That, that should. I, I'm going to get that on a t-shirt. Yeah, you know. Are you pre-offended? I'm pre-offended. Say something, right? <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, 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 yeah. So the back. We'll circle back and get onto this uh, out of this in a second here, but just. Yeah, just before you start clicking your little fingers on the keyboards there, just, just pause for a moment. Think about pause yeah. before you hit enter. Mm-hmm. And is this going to add positivity or something constructive to the conversation? Then hell yeah, hit enter. Yeah, yeah. let let's have that. And and good argument and good dialogue is fantastic. Yeah. Um, and figuring out why somebody does something some way and why somebody does something another way, bring it every day of the week. But the minute you start going, get the coin ready, Derek. <laughs> the minute you start being an asshole about absolutely everything, I, I'm shut down and I start getting ticked off. And it just, yeah, I got no time for you. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, it just drives you nuts when you're thinking, you know, you're trying to spread a little bit of joy. Yeah. And then somebody yeah. comes out of left field and just hammers it like a steamroller. Yeah. And you're like, really? And it was a great pitch. Like, go go to the Instagram page, what, Paddling Adventure the Radio, all one word. Instagram page, you've got two bearded, grumpy-looking men <laughs> in can- canoes on a waterway. Like, there's no yeah. smile here. Like, I thought it was a great picture. I was it's really smiling. not. Okay, Sean was smiling behind the beard, I yeah, guess. You just can't and see And then it. this w- person comes in and jumps in with a comment about the appearance of somebody. And that is just not Uncultured. okay in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Yeah, I was baffled by it. It's like, what? 
I, I just, I never understood it because, and, and I'm still like me and Siobhan, we, uh, we kind of, we Googled her and we tried to find her on Facebook to see if it was like a fake account or if, if we knew the person, do we have common friends or whatever, but no, we, there's nothing. And, and it, what I found was weird about it is like, so you go to her, uh, you go to her Instagram and it's all about knitting. And I'm thinking, why is a woman who knits as a hobby lashing out at people? Yeah, Derek. What did you do? I think uh, of people who knit as nice, kindly. Derek is an anti knitter. Does she use rabbit angora wool for knitting? <laughs> oh, maybe she's from Minnesota. You guys with made fun Michigan. of her bunnies. Maybe that's maybe. it. Yeah. She was waiting. She was pre She's been waiting she for was two years. <laughs> she was pre offended from Michigan. Wow, the Quiet Adventure Symposium, all the bunnies next door. Wow, Derek, you must have done yeah. something nasty. Something. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely nasty. <laughs> they wow. made fun of those rabbits at the at the Quiet Adventure, Adventure Symposium. <laughs> I never thought of that, Alan. Wow. There you go. Derek sat Case closed. Derek sat in front Fuck of a mirror for at least three hours the other day. The one with that name we Look found at- <laughs> was she was in Michigan. The the, the the one person we found with that name on Facebook. What? Wisconsin. Wisconsin was it? Wisconsin. 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 Oh, Wisconsin. John Newark. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Right. Maybe it's, yeah. maybe it was John. Bum bum bum. <laughs> the plot thickens. Maybe John John's likes got to an knit, alternate account, <laughs> and he likes to dress up as a woman and insult men. Yeah. There you go. John's got issues. <laughs> and I'm here for him if he does. Yeah. Yeah. Where you go, John? Then do. Okay. Yeah. I got no problem with that. Good John, John. <laughs> <laughs> and we love him for it, but. Whatever your name is, it's still on the Instagram page. You can go check it out. Yeah. Please go check it out. Whatever your name is. Yeah, I don't like Uncalled you very much. I don't like you very much anymore. <laughs> but I'm willing to engage in dialogue. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. the one under my Kingdom Outdoor Products, uh, my business account. I'm, I I did the rebuttal, and I'm willing to engage you in a conversation about this. Discussion. Um Because it's, uh, yeah. So Derek does not have a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the quarter, buddy. Uh, on to the next thing, Alan. But you brought another thing on. I did. Like this is the Alan show tonight. <laughs> well, for part of it, until we get to skinny Atlas. Skinny Atlas. <laughs> no, you've got stuff too. That crumbly stuff. Um, yeah. So earlier this week. What do you mean earlier this week? It's only Wednesday. Was it last night? Monday night? Monday night. Um, so there's a relatively new Facebook group um, for stand-up paddlers in the greater Toronto area called um, Buddy Supping. Um, we'll put a link to it on, on the Facebook, Facebook page, uh, page um, once this airs. Um, and it, it's a group of um, stand-up paddlers, most of them quite new to the sport, Um who formed a group last year so that they could all hook up and uh, get out and go um, paddling together. They, you know, um, discovered this new sport together. So a lot of them are, like, uh, really into it. There's a lot of great paddlers in it, a lot of new paddlers in it, um, hardboards, inflatable, inflatable subs, the whole, the whole nine yards of the sub communities in this group, at 1,300 or 1,400 members now. And um, one of the moderators, um, Candida, had gotten in contact with, the Toronto Marine Police Unit in uh, Toronto, and um, where else would they be? I guess. 
<laughs> the Toronto Police Unit out of Wisconsin. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Toronto and Ohio. See, there you right? go. Yeah. Uh, but it would still be Toronto and Toronto. <laughs> out of Madison. Is it time to go home yet? <laughs> um, <laughs> so anyway, she, she asked them if they could do some sort of presentation on um, stand-up paddleboarding or supping in the Toronto Harbor. And Officer Kevin Lee d- did, and he came on, and he spent about an hour um, talking with the uh, the group on a Zoom call the other night and just uh, highlighted um, a bunch of points about stand-up paddleboarding um, out in essentially an urban environment or paddling in an urban environment. Um, uh, uh, it could apply to Boston, Chicago, um, Edmonton, Toronto, wherever, right? Um, just... You know, you have to watch out for for jet skis, and there's even more of those out here this year than than, than usual. Um, other recreational boaters, um, it's good to look at a map. Like even if you look at the Google Maps, you'll see ferry lines on um, the Toronto Harbor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, keeping out for things like water taxis and that kind of thing, and just be safe out there. Uh, lights came up, so these lights that I brought you tonight, the 360 lights, would be a great light. Headlamps are good lights. Just be lit up. Um, having a secondary light, maybe as a strobe also available from Kingdom Outdoor Products. Uh, <laughs> plug. Um, Did you get paid for saying that? Wait, plug. do I get paid for saying that? <laughs> no, I drank your beer, so no. Um, I want that beer Yeah, it, it was a really good informative um, session. Um, a lot of people were asking questions about, well, what do we need for safety? And on, on a stand-up paddleboard, up until a few years ago, you still needed all the stuff a kayak did or a small fishing boat did. Um, you needed a bailer off a stand-up paddleboard. You needed a reboarding <laughs> device off a stand-up paddleboard. Um, you needed a 15-meter heaving floating line on a stand-up paddleboard. Um, now you don't. Transport Canada has rewritten the rules in the last couple of years, and he did clarify a bunch of people's questions about that. So if you're on a stand-up paddleboard... Um, Transport Canada, even though it's not mandated, they do highly recommend you wear a leash. So if you fall off the board, you're not away from your board. Um, if you're wearing your PFD or your PDF or your life jacket, um, you only need to have a sound signaling device. So a whistle attached to your zipper or a buckle. Um, if you have your PFD on board, which you have to have legally, a properly fitted one accessible. Um, if you're not wearing it, if you're only leashed or not leashed, then you have to have a 15 meter floating line, okay. but you don't need the reboarding device. You don't need the bailing device. Um, so it, it, you can go two ways. If you want to go out just in your shorts and t-shirt or your bikini, then have at her, but you need rope and a life jacket. And this is all across Canada, not just to Toronto Harbor. Um, but if you're wearing a life jacket or even one of those inflatable belts, um, you need a sound signaling device on you. So you can go out there without being too encumbered by gear. Um, another thing that he highlighted, which is um, very new to uh, the Toronto Police Service, the Marine or the land-based unit, is uh, Toronto is now using the app What Three Words in the help of uh, locating um, people who call into 911 or people who call into... Uh, the marine unit to locate them so we've talked you guys have talked about what three words on on the show several times before and uh and it's just an app that goes on your phone it costs nothing for the user mm-hmm. um it can be used independent of having wi-fi or data and once it's uh downloaded on your phone and it's a company of the uk that has divided the world into three meter squares and each individual three meter squares has three words associated with it um so if you're out in the middle of Toronto Harbor and you 
call 911, you can pull up the app and say, I am at Word 1, Word 2, Word 3, and Toronto Police will know exactly where you are within three square meters or about 10 square feet. Um, it's a fantastic app. I know a lot of people in the backcountry canoe groups and that kind of thing are all poo-pooing it, but it has fantastic applications. It was um, an app I wish I had about two months ago when um, I came across another gentleman tending to a, uh, a bicycle accident victim, oh, yes. and he didn't know how to access his location on his phone. Pretty new. It wasn't, a, it wasn't an Apple. It was, a, I think it was a, one of the Galaxies or something like that. Um, so we accessed the location on my phone. I just typed in the uh, spotlight search, um, compass and up came to compass and our GPS locations. Um, I asked the dispatcher in the location I was at if they used what three words. And she said, not yet. Um, I know the Ontario provincial police use it several, um, quite a few different state and, uh, municipalities in the U S use it. So it is spreading and it is, it's just another something else in your toolbox to yeah. help affect the rescue quicker. So yep. the Toronto police are starting to use that. So that's great. Uh, I had one more thing that I didn't tell you about. Uh-oh. I remember earlier today when I sent you that voice note and I said, I got two ideas and I only remembered one, which was the whole bunny something <laughs> okay. thing. Yeah. The other one was I had some, okay. So remember when we were doing that pool or the, the polling course in 2017 mm-hmm. and my boat wanted to go between the two concrete things. Or I wanted my boat to go between the two concrete things, but the boat didn't want to go between the two <laughs> concrete things, and it hit one of the concrete things, and I chipped all the gel coat. Um, so anyway, I finally got that addressed. So through this buddy supping group, I, um, several people had, had had their boards fixed by this guy who's been in this Toronto surfing community for decades, um, Peruvian gentleman named Larry Cavallo, and um, does fantastic work. So I'm like, well, I need some work done on this. Nice white canoe. <laughs> and also on my kayak as well. So I took those up to him last week. And he did a phenomenal job. So if you're in the Toronto gonna... area. <laughs> oh, Derek <laughs> nodding. <laughs> Apparently Derek needs Larry. My, my boat leaks. Uh-oh. <laughs> so <laughs> shall we say what happened? Oh. Yes. So okay, Derek, that's a new thing. Yeah, the new so thing. If the, I, I've had the boat for 15, 17 years. And so... I ground it on shore when I come to a portage. So all those groundings right. have worn through the keel. And so my boat takes on, I don't know, a cup of water every half hour or something. Okay. So it's, it's, it's enough. But if you do enough portages, then you dump it out every time. Right. But uh, when we did Duffins Creek canoe pulling, so when you switch between paddle and canoe pull, so I just jam the canoe pole underneath the yoke and underneath my seat. And uh, I jammed it a little too hard. And I put a hole in the uh, in the air pocket at the end of the canoe. So, and then when I was poking around looking at it, it's like, oh, well, it's a perfect nice hole. I could put a cork in it. And then I looked, and it's like there's a bunch of it's the 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 fiberglass is rotted, so it's it's really leaky. And uh, so it, it the the brand new uh, dime sized hole is not the only problem. Plus the leaky keel, and so. Anything, anything above the waterline, the canoe looks great. <laughs> but it's everything below the waterline. Yes, line. because air is so abrasive. <laughs> yeah, anything water touches, yeah, not so good. Uh, I mean, isn't that the whole purpose of a canoe? So, <laughs> so I, I, I need, uh, I need some repair work done to my canoe. So I can hook you. I'll give it later. Alan's got oh, a guy. I got you, boo. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah man. so anyway he did fantastic work he, he he fixed that gel coat on the canoe and um on the kayak i had him 
kind of extend a couple of the skid plates and uh, he found some stuff I didn't know I needed redressed and fixed and quite reasonable pricing as well. Um, cheaper than I thought it was going to be. So yeah, and super nice guy. It's in town. It's in Brampton. Yeah. Everybody else uh, seems to say go to Johnny's, Johnny's, Johnny's boat, boat shop. shop. Yeah, up in Muskoka. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, I know a couple people have highly recommended yeah. him. And then the other guy I know who have had work done before is out in Morriston near Guelph. Um, Jamie Doors Paddle Sports Repair, fantastic work as well. But I'm just like, yeah, try, try, try Larry. Yeah. He's just he's closer. He's about half the distance for me. He's 25 minutes up the road, rather than about 45 or 50 minutes out to uh, Morriston. But um, and and a lot quicker turnaround than Jamie has ever been. Jamie's always busy, so it's like, well, that's a problem. Know. You get somebody that's good. And, and he's also a paddler, and he's a mechanical engineer. So he's got like a real job, like you know, responsibility and stuff. So right. he's not just making, uh, fixing people's toys. Um, and a paddler too. So he wants to be out there when we're out there, you know, when we hope he's fixing our boats and stuff, but no, he wants to be out there too. So yeah. white water. So he's more bigger in the spring and the fall. So anyway, so yeah, yeah. Really good for, fortune to uh, come across Larry. So maybe we can put his contact info on the thing too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Throw me that, throw me that uh, right stuff on. and, We'll get uh, after, Derek out af- there. After Derek. After Derek. Yeah. And then everybody else comes after yeah. Derek. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we won't wait. We'll, we'll get Derek's boat fixed first, and then, yeah. we'll, and then we'll throw advertise. that up there. Right <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so the rest of the list is yours now. Excellent. Well, actually, the next <laughs> oh, thing except, on our list. Except. <laughs> except. Skinny Atlas. No, that, that's actually my list. Oh, you're right. It is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the next thing on the it. list is actually Derek's. Ooh. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, the wing. The, the wing plus foil plus a stand-up paddleboard. Mm-hmm. You sent this to me because I saw it last week. Was sort of just glanced over it and just yeah. pat, didn't didn't give it a real look. Yeah, but then you sent it today. Yeah, and or, so you were yeah. thinking that you needed the foil along with the stand-up paddleboard. So if anybody's seen uh, like the surfboards with the foil underneath, so it's like a uh, like a uh, hydrofoil boat. Mm-hmm. So these uh, these surfboards you can get with a hydrofoil, and and these things are pretty sleek. They're like uh, you know Lamborghinis of the ocean type thing. But uh, so with the uh, with the air wing, you can power yourself looks like you know it's um how you know the little the wind sails for a kayak and so on well this is for a stand-up paddleboard and and uh you were thinking that it's only for the foils but mm-hmm. it's for the normal paddle uh stand-up paddleboard or the sups as well right so it uh it's the looks like an inflatable airplane yeah so it looks like a sort of half moon shape yeah right and the outer edge, the lead edge, is inflatable. Exactly. And then there's one inflatable rib down the yeah. middle. And there's a whole bunch of handholds. Yeah. And like how you do chain. it is all compared to like which handhold you yeah. hang on to. Ver- you know, if you're going upwind, if you're going downwind. Yeah. So yeah, there's four handholds there. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It's uh, so they show it in all of the uh, how-to videos. They show uh, just a normal stand-up paddleboard, uh, the big bulky stand-up paddleboards, and it shows you how to uh, lead into the wind and how to catch the wind and how to turn it and, and so on, and, and just uh, get to learn how to use the uh, the wing. And uh, eventually, you can you know if you wanted to, you can go up to a foil. But uh, it's a it's a really neat uh, really neat system, and it's one of those things like anybody everybody wants to fly, right? So this is one of those things you can kind of fly out across the water. I want to fly. 
Um, so yeah, last uh, Saturday morning, uh, Saturday afternoon when I was coming back to Cherry Beach, actually, I saw a couple of guys getting ready to go out on these, and I didn't really realize what they were because at Cherry Beach you usually have a lot of people doing the kite surfing. The kite surfing. Yes. Yeah. So they've got the, the much shorter boards, four or five feet long. They got the kites up in the air, twenty, thirty meters or whatever, and a lot of them will foil. Mm-hmm. And um, so I didn't really. So now, next time I look at this, when I see one of these guys, I'm definitely going to take a second and check mm-hmm. them out. I think it just knock somebody right off and just downwind thing, though. You can tack, well, so you can go up. Yeah, tack. Okay, you can. Okay, but cool. see, I really, I'm, I'm sort of thinking like if you're into stand up paddleboarding, and it's a bit of a windier day, you got this thing like rolled up on your in a backpack or yeah. on your board, mm-hmm. and you go down, say like Lake Ontario shoreline for ten kilometers or whatever. Hopefully, with the wind in front of you. Yeah. And then you blow this thing up and then you just rip on back yeah, exactly. to where your car is sort of thing. Like, so you're not paddling both ways. Mm-hmm. It, it sort of mixed up. I'm not, I'm not just paddle boarding. I'm now I'm going to, you know, you, you hook your paddle board down so it doesn't fall off or something or your, your paddle. Yeah. And then you get the, and... get the wing up and, yeah. and have a little fun going back mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mix things up, right? You're definitely going to need fins on the bottom of your standard paddle board. All, most of them do, like you, they're removable or whatever, mm-hmm. but that's what helps you track. Mm-hmm. And then you can, if anybody who's familiar with sailing, you, you just tack into the wind or you can run with the wind or you you know, you can, it's just, you have to learn the technique of, of how to use the wind to turn, but you don't have a rudder or anything. So you're going to have to physically, just like with, uh, with canoe pulling, you have to learn how to make the boat turn while you're using the poles and so on, right? So you have to have that maneuverability of the planting your feet and turning with the hips and, or you, you, you use the pole to turn the canoe as well. But this here, you're just using wind to turn, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to learn the technique. And there's, there's a few, it's, was it paddling.com? I found these videos. Yeah. yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll post, we'll post the video. Yeah, post the video. On our, our social media. So it's, it's really neat and it looks like it could be a lot of fun. It does. I mean, when it's you like a lot of work. It does. I'm watching this guy yeah. getting going here on the video. Oh, with, with the foil, like a lot of freaking work. <laughs> yeah. When you when you get the foil going, like yeah, they they say you take a bit of getting used to that, but because you got to basically pump the wing and pump the board at the same yeah. time, yeah. Mm-hmm. so that eventually picks up enough speed where your board is actually lifting out of the water on the foil, and you're riding yeah. this foil. So there's mm-hmm. very little surface in the water yeah. itself right which is why you pick up speed so you gotta do two things at once i'm out right <laughs> <laughs> every day of the week nope. hey look there goes my, you want me to pump? my wing. i'll yeah. pump all along all, all, all day you want me to pump that too no no one, one at no. a time yeah yeah, yeah. i'm out <laughs> tag you're it yeah but no it, it looks like a lot of fun yeah. though once you, you know? get going like the video the guy just said along, it does it looks fantastic and mm-hmm. But yeah. That, well, my only thing is you'd need a second paddle board if, if you're going to have a foil. Because you can take the foil off, but you still got that big heavy mount on the bottom of your paddle board. Yeah. Yes. So there's going right. to be some drag. Yeah, so there's going to be some. Right? It's yeah. like a white, white water canoeing versus a, a, a tripping canoe. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just. It's exactly. Just more stuff to buy. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was the thing I saw? Um. 
for an extra 20 bucks, I will write you a receipt for what you told your wife you bought right. it for. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen those memes before. <laughs> well, there's that, that, that whole meme with the, like, the sign behind the bar, like the different levels of payment for what the bartender tells your wife when she calls. <laughs> I've never seen you. He wasn't in. He's on his last drink. He just left. All different color amounts. My biggest fear is when I die, my wife sells my stuff for what I told her I paid. Right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, those are great memes. I don't care who you are. Um, the next, the next one's Derek too. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not even science. My, I, I don't even know why I'm here tonight. I'm usually the science guy. Yeah. So yeah. So <laughs> I, uh, I came across this video and uh, and it was. It, there's I've seen a few of these videos where you either see a, a iceberg calving or or you know the and so this one here is uh, pictured rocks which is uh it's what state there Alan uh, the one that starts with a m yeah the Michi- upper upper, Mich- upper uh, Michigan. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. so Lake Superior. So anyways, uh, North Dakota. Pictured rocks. It's all sandstone, and so it's just like any erosion. It's gonna it's gonna calve uh, rocks and and sand and whatever. But this here in this video, it was uh, there's people out on a boat and uh, and the, it calved off a 200 foot section, and it was a massive spray of water, a big wave rolling across uh, Lake Superior. It's like holy cow it's i can't imagine solid rock like it's one of those things that it makes you realize if i'm going to be kayaking or canoeing you, you want to stay a little bit further away from shore than maybe you think you would be you know it's like oh i'm gonna get right up close to that wall see how it looks right yeah i guess that, sorry solid sandstone <laughs> so what, what? it was sandstone yeah uh yeah well they, the, they the, have. the reason sean came back and said does because when he said solid rock i gave him this look of what the are you talking about? <laughs> and also, just so you all know, the reason I paused when the whole state, I always get pictured rocks in the Apostle Islands mixed up oh, okay. of their location. One's in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, one's in Wisconsin. Right. Also in Wisconsin, John Van Berger. <laughs> Evening, John. We think. <laughs> we think. Yeah. Cheese guy. Cheese John. <laughs> Cheese John. Um, yeah, those, those uh, sandstone cliffs... 50 to 200 feet above the lake. Mm-hmm. And the rock falls occur due to erosion, earthquakes, vegetation, water in the cracks, temperature variation, and extreme heat. And right. what have we been having lately? Yeah. Heat wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking earlier there, because I, I remember there was something that happened in 2017. They were talking about, and you said no, 2019. But yeah, 2019, a similar thing happened. Yeah. Right. Uh, where it was a big, and people were close, a couple close kayakers. The kayakers. Yeah. Yeah, and they almost got hammered. And in 2017, hikers were warned to stay away from the cliffs because of that. But when you go to the website for the park for um, Pictured Rocks National Lakeshore, they're big on to the emphasizing the safety of the area. Mm-hmm. Like you go there and you look on their site, and it tells you here's a sea kayak. Those are the only boats, paddle craft, you should be out there in here's a recreational sit on top these are not to be used on lake superior hey look at this awesome looking canoe this is not to be used <laughs> on lake superior like yeah they're 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 heavy into uh into the safety they've got pictures of helicopters bringing people up oh yes yeah. you know rescuing them from from their like superior come will come up just like that 
It's a big and lake. There's and there's nowhere yeah. to get off the water there, right? So, Sean, how would you know that? Have you paddled Lake Superior? <laughs> <laughs> I've paddled Lake Superior more times than I can even count. The Russian judge even said that's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah, the video is pretty cool, yeah. and I'm sure Sean will be putting that on the Facebook page at some point, too. Or if you haven't, just p- just pull up uh, Pictured Rocks Cliff um, in Google, click on the news thing, and you'll see a phenomenal video of it um, falling and a guy over-panicking and telling Red to get back. Now... Is it red or was it Brad? Red. It's red. It's was red. it red? Yeah. The video's even titled, Get Back, Red. Yeah. Back oh, up, Red. I thought it was Brad. No. Maybe I watched <laughs> a different video. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it pretty cool, though. He's so go panicking. watch though. It's <laughs> red. Yeah, it's red. <laughs> He's full blown panicking, the poor guy. And, and it creates like this small, like meter high tsunami coming to, coming towards this pontoon boat. Yeah. And if you were below the cliffs in a kayak, oh. it would have been a very dynamic afternoon for you very, very quickly. <laughs> yes. And today and, we wore the brown pants. <laughs> <laughs> Whether we wanted to or not. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, well we'll put that up on our Facebook uh and social media so people can actually watch it. Um, wow. Is that it for you, Derek? Yes, yes. Wow. Is everything else me now? $4.40 already in that jar. Wow. wow. Big night. <laughs> well, he just keeps putting in pennies. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was one. I, I saw this thing, Alan. I thought maybe you've seen them. The LED, they call them glow in the dark, but realistically, if there's lights, they're not glowing in the dark. No, they're lit. Yeah. Toronto Kayaks lets you float down the Humber River in clear, glow-in-the-dark boats. They're a kayak-canoe hybrid. I don't know if you've seen those, Alan. Uh, But yeah, like, hybrid-canoe-kayak thing fits one or two people. Comes with LED lights, Bluetooth speakers, so you can listen to your favorite tunes as you paddle. $70 or $110 for a two-hour rental. I did see it. Somebody... Uh, several people have, have sent me the link to this already. Um, if I lived above the Humber River in one of those homes overlooking the Humber River, I don't think <laughs> I would be enjoy happy. this very much. Um, and this, this is another thing that's been born out of the pandemic, just people getting outdoors. Um, the Buddy Supping crew, all the credit in the world to them. They're getting out at night, you know, a year into paddling, whereas, like, the Sea Cat community, it's, it's still there's a lot of people that just, or uneasy about paddling at night. And these guys are doing something different. So kudos to mm-hmm. them. They're getting these, these 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 kayaks with built-in LEDs and it's gonna look pretty cool. I'm sure we're gonna see plenty of drone video and all that over over the summer. Um bringing the whole music thing into it. Yeah. You know, yeah. that that's been a that's been a big thing, especially be- with the uh the canoe groups and that kind of thing in a backcountry where it's like, yeah, if if Yeah, it's uh and now we've got Competing music on all these different kayaks going up and down the river. It's yeah. I'm going to reserve buildings. judgment right now on it because it is a neat concept. I wish them all the luck in the world at, 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 at great success doing it. I just delights awesome. Bring it. Yeah, it's the music. The competing ten or eleven or twelve or two different kayaks with they've got Springsteen, they've got Opera, they've got Barber Mandrell. Like <laughs> really, yeah. like. 
I'm going out with bagpipes. I looked directly into Sean's loving eyes when I said Barbara Mandrell, by the way. <laughs> I, I'm going out with my bagpipe and and, and accordion music uh, yeah. <laughs> in concert. Bring it. The Highland Fling with some uh, Ukrainian polka going on. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, we're there. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, it'll be interesting. The Humber, it's, it's a lazy paddle. Anybody can do it. It's not deep. It's not fast. It's not swift. Um, there's a couple of competing kayak guys on there now, so it's going to be interesting with that. Um, I know the other guys who rent kayaks and do lessons in that from up near the, uh, the TTC station at Old Mill, they are been doing, because there is a yacht club on the Humber River in Toronto. Um, it's got like 20 slips or whatever along it. And, uh, they're doing like this music and comedy thing. So you, you, pay to rent a kayak or a canoe and you go down you sit in front of the dock and some guy plays plays uh, music and others come and do comedy in that um they've got that going on six or seven times a, a, this really? summer too yeah so that's kind of neat yeah, yeah. that's so cool it's uh, a good way to have some social distance fun while we're still required to so yeah it, awesome uh, well i figure if anybody had seen these things going by it would have been you because you're down that way, right? I so. am down that way. And yeah, like like I said, I haven't seen them. I haven't paddled to Humber yet this year. Have I? Don't think so. Have I paddled to Humber? I'm, I'm, I'm accessing my hard drive. <laughs> no, I haven't paddled to Humber yet this year. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely keep an eye out for them. So. Take, take a couple pics and let us know how it is. I certainly will. And if I see them and they're as annoying as I hope they're not, or Water they're balloons. as awesome as it, I'll, I'll do a Facebook Live so everybody can enjoy it. <laughs> Barbara Mandrell coming to you live from the Hummer River as Alan sings along. <laughs> Barbara Mandrell's Did greatest we just hits. Age ourselves. <laughs> Barbara Mandrell's greatest hits as performed by Alan. <laughs> no. Uh, let's talk kayak sales. Now, I was joking with Derek about this one a little while ago because uh, there's a company just southwest of london and they're saying they're selling 12 kayaks a day incredible yeah which is like huge they're sold out um the store has sold 320 kayaks already this summer compared to 180 all last year and that's five times the number sold in an average year before the pandemic Prices have jumped. He's saying they're going, you know, went from five fifty to seven fifty, which we've already known. Prices of boats are going exactly, up. Yeah. yeah. And of course, the manufacturers are going to take advantage of the situation as well. Nearly all the kayaks are pre-ordered. Now I can't remember where I saw it, but somebody got seventy kayaks in, and they were all pre-ordered. Yeah, they're kayaks. already sold. Their entire yeah. shipment was already sold before it arrived at the store. Yeah. Like, wow. It's amazing. Uh, they've got another 250 more. So if you, last year you sold 180 all year, you've already sold 320 and chances are you're going to sell this other 250. And we're a week into summer. Hey? We're a week and into we're a week, summer. Yeah. We're only we're a week one week into, into summer. summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so no Derek. Manufacturers aren't taking advantage of the situation. You don't think you think it's the sellers? It, it's no, no, nobody's taking advantage. There's a worldwide pandemic going on. It's been going on since March of last year. What? 
<laughs> just in case you didn't know. No, the, the cost of raw goods, the cost yeah. of everything you think has that's gone what it up. Is? The cost, you know, so I buy a lot of stuff. I buy stuff from Europe. I buy stuff through other vendors from China. Um, supply chain, everything's just getting more expensive. Your bag mm-hmm. of oranges at the grocery store is getting more expensive. True. Fuel has gone up in Canada because True. of the carbon tax. Um, Shipping. Anything yeah. associated with fuel shipping um has gone up uh, mm-hmm. as well so and kayaks aren't easy to ship no um kayaks are made out of oil you it, know and oil yeah. you know um with the carbon tax in canada especially and and everywhere else too it's they've, they've gone up and the demand so yeah we're in a capitalist society so there's the whole supply yeah. and demand part of it too but is anybody making a million dollars off of a 400 no, kayak definitely not no mm-hmm. um the higher end kayaks um also, just and there's supply there's supply issues with um, some components. There's apparently a type of foam. I, I, I read this on a Facebook post earlier today or yesterday, so take it for what it is. It's off Facebook uh, a post that um, one life ja- life jacket or PFD manufacturer in Canada is having a supply chain problem because the plant that they get their foam from is in California and they've recently had a fire or something to that effect. So now they can't get their foam, so they can't make the life jackets to sell to the paddling stores, getting all their boats in from China or Estonia or Canada or wherever. So it's, there's interruptions all over the place. Co- mm-hmm. Cross-country skis. If you want a decent pair of cross-country skis this year, if you haven't got them already and they're not on the shelf, you are effed because last November, um, two, there are apparently only two manufacturing plants on the planet that make high-end cross-country skis. Tons that make, like, the crappy ones you'll get at Walmart and that kind of thing. So you're good with those. But if you want a good pair of cross-country skis, SOL. Um, Because these plants went on fire. And that translates into so many different industries. Yeah. Well, we, I I work for a printing company. And we print on corrugate. Right. And we print on plastic, like styrene. And... All you know, we 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 get a raise in price in it every so often. Suppliers every couple of years. Oh, we're raising it five percent the price of it or whatever. Well, we've had like three or four yeah. price raises already. And trying to get corrugate because everybody's buying stuff online now. So so the, the corrugate being made to the boxes right. and 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 stuff like that. Like yeah. you used to be able to get a, a, a bunch of corrugate sheets in a week. Now it's like three to four weeks minimum. Wow. Yeah. You know? Just so back ordered. Everything. Yeah. Everything is yeah. so back ordered. And, and yeah, like you say, it's it's petroleum based products and stuff like that. And so you still can get kayaks. You just got to be a little sleuthy about it. Um, there's, a, there's a great used market out there, mm-hmm. as there is with anything. Sometimes people take advantage of you there. So you just have to do your homework a little bit. Um, but I was up in Perry Sand last week and there had to be 30 or 40. Uh, recreational kayak, probably in the three to five hundred dollar range, in their cage out in front of their store, the Canadian Tire. You know, I'm sure that's going to be at other Canadian Tire than that too. I was at the new Decathlon store, which is a European-based uh, outdoor company that opened up in uh, a mall in Burlington today, and they had a ton of uh, inflatable stand-up paddleboards and um, inflatable kayaks. Um, you know, for like you know, at the cottage or puddling around, like someplace yeah. like you know, like that kind of that. Uh, marshy area at Duffins Creek kind of thing you yeah. put in there but you're not going out on the lake with it shouldn't go out on the lake with those kind of things but yeah it's a uh, it's a weird year man yeah well, well because as I remind you Derek we're in a worldwide pandemic right now <laughs> thanks Alan okay <laughs>
<laughs> I, I don't believe them. Oh, Ooh. I get Ooh. my second shot this coming week. Yay. You've got awesome. yours already? I got mine last Saturday, so I'm now an AZ Moderna person. So that means I get 5G, but only on Wednesdays. I don't know if I'm going to be a, a Pfizer Pfizer or a Pfizer Moderna. Woo! Right? So. I'm an AZ Pfizer. AZ Pfizer? Derek's easy. Oh, so, sorry, AZ. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I got my shot at uh, it's Sunday afternoon last nice. weekend. Yeah. Do you have any side effects? Yeah, I called in sick on uh, on uh, Tuesday. But did you have any side effects? <laughs> He's calling in sick to your work and being sick can sometimes well, if you know me, correlate. If you know me, and I have a track record for it. I never call in yeah, sick, but okay. I never get sick. Right. But uh, I was I was feeling the side effects. Every hmm. bone and joint in my body was sore. I felt like an old man with arthritis. He grew a third nipple. <laughs> nipple. Yeah, so I had mine yeah. Saturday morning. So, and two other friends of mine that around the same age as me, and they got the a- the AZ, the AstraZeneca, um, d- a day after I got it. They both got the Moderna shot last week of their second shot. And uh, one friend was the day after and just felt like they'd been run over. And that was like, boom, the next day they were fine. The other friend was about a day and a half at the 30-hour market when they started feeling um, ill. And they said, it feels like I have the the flu and heat stroke at the same time. And I'm like, uh, I do not want to go there. So I got mine at 9 in the morning on Saturday morning. And like I kept watching my watch for when 3 o'clock was coming on Sunday <laughs> afternoon for that 30-hour mark. And it came and it went. And it's like 3.30. I'm like, I'm going kayaking and it's like 30 mile an hour wind, 50 kilometer an hour winds off Lake Ontario <laughs> and I had a blast. And I, was, I didn't go too far. It was like a 7, 8K paddle. It wasn't, it wasn't too long. It for about an hour and a half to have fun the wind and waves. But, um, beauty. It, uh, yeah, I, I, I was, I, well, I came home, I had dinner, um, I had some pork chops and just a bunch of veg. And literally, as soon as I've done dinner, I passed out on the couch. Um, and that's one thing that I've heard some people complain about is the extreme tiredness after mm-hmm. the second show. Yeah. Right. And then I woke up a couple hours later, repositioned myself on the couch, uh, went right back to sleep. <laughs> Turn the TV off. Right. <laughs> um, woke up at two in the morning. I'm like, shit, that's me for the night now. But I went into bed and boom, I was out right away. Woke up at eight and I was fine. Yeah. Sore arm where the injection site was. But other than See, that. See, I didn't get that the first, on the fine. first one. Everybody, oh, my arm. I'm like, Really? Mine was weird because everybody kept asking, well, how were you on the first one? I'm like, okay, well, my, so I got mine on the first one. I got Friday night at 2 a.m. in the morning because I went to one of the overnight ones. And then by the time I got home and kind of, you know, get ready for bed, and I was like 4 in the morning, I was up by 8 and on my way up to Brampton to go hiking with uh, Dwayne and Mary and the camping family people, Sontags. And so I was tired anyway. And then from there, I went somewhere else. And then by the time I got home, like I'm tired on Saturday evening. So I'm like, okay, is that just because I got like three hours of sleep last night or from the shot? Got a good night's sleep Saturday night. Bob's your uncle. Mm-hmm. I didn't get a sore arm on the first shot until Monday, like two days later. Really? Yeah. yeah I didn't get it at all. So I was wondering if the guy actually gave me a real shot or not. <laughs> he just yes, don't, don't. <laughs> yes, he gave you the real shot, the proper shot. Don't put it any, sugar water. Don't put any kind of weird sh- stuff in people's heads. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, last item on our list here. Oh, get ready, Al. <laughs> get ready, Al. It's coming. It's coming. Six paddling spots in the Finger Lakes. Skinny Atlas. <laughs> That's one of them. Uh, the Finger Lakes in, in New York State. Uh, there, if you take a Rochester 
across to Syracuse, down to Elmira, and back up to Rochester. Elmira. This, this, uh, <laughs> isn't that Elvira? It is. Uh, yeah, but, you know. <laughs> it works. It's close enough. <laughs> uh, it's, Oak, Oak Ridge Boys? Yeah, yeah, Oak Ridge Barbara Mendrell, Oak Ridge Boys. All we need is Pat Boone for a perfect seventieth tri- try. I was, was, was kind of going for the Kenny Rogers vibe, <laughs> a little bit of yeah. uh, you got to know when to hold them sort of thing. Uh, well, that's the triangle of Rochester, Syracuse, and Elmira, and that's where the Finger Lakes are. So Ithaca dot com, because Ithaca's down there as well, uh, has put out a list of six areas to paddle in the Finger Lakes. And this is only what, like three hour drive to Rochester from here. It's not far at all. So yeah, you know, area. I actually I was on a Canoe Hound Adventure Show there this week, and one of the things I said, like driving for three hours, paddling all day, and then driving three hours home, that's nothing. Yeah, that's you quick. know for you for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah for there's me. a lot of people where that's like it's got to be a longer trip. And, but yeah, understandably awesome. so. It's, I, I've done that trip many times. My friend, my friend Heather and uh, Jacob, they live in Rochester, so like I've literally gone down there for dinner um, once after work. It may or may not have been to bring a kayak back that I didn't totally declare properly. But anyway, that's <laughs> that's. that's, 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 that's <laughs> Are you bring anything back? No. Okay, so okay, so I answered every question they asked me honestly. So Heather had been up earlier that year and dropped her kayak off actually so to get repaired at Jamie Doors and I was bringing it down to her. Meanwhile, I had ordered not ordered, I'd bought on the used market a kayak from a guy in North Carolina, had it shipped up to Rochester. Heather's kayak was done at Jamie Doors. I went and picked it up, took it down. American Customs didn't care about the kayak on the roof of my car. Dropped a kayak off, put my kayak on my roof, had dinner with Heather and Jacob, came back across. The customs agent, and I was prepared. I had the emails, all that. I was prepared. If they ask, I will declare it because I like being honest to a point. And she said, was, did you have a, and she looks up at the kayak and she's like, you have a kayak on here when you're heading south? I'm like, yes, I did. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't ask if it was. That, that kayak, kayak. Yeah. <laughs> but a kayak. Well, so, technically, yes. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. And she's like, I'm like, I was honestly down there for dinner with some friends. And she's like, that's a long way for dinner. I'm like, they're good friends. She's yeah. like, okay. <laughs> well, like I say, I mean, a three-hour drive to paddle all day yeah. and three hours back is, is for me. We did that last year, uh, two years ago, October morning. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and uh, longer than that. Yeah. Three and a half, four hours. Four hours drive, yeah. Longer for Derek. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so it's, it's, so these, these, these places are definitely doable. The first one is the Chimung river, uh, 45 miles long. Many first time visitors prefer the six mile stretch between Botcher's Landing and Big Flats, uh, in Big Flats and Fitch's Bridge pullout just west of Elmira. Say Fitch's Bridge five times fast. Fitch's Bridge, Fitch's Bridge, Fitch's Bridge. You probably stop right now. Because <laughs> I can do it. Uh, the stretch of the river is particularly picturesque and passes under steep palisades, a long, sinuous cliff hundreds of feet high that looms over the river on its southern shore. Uh, paddling the six mile stretch should take about a couple of hours, uh, but you can do trips of few days if you want to. Uh, and you can even continue along Chemung to the Susquehanna and eventually into Chesapeake Bay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Hemlock Canadice, 
Canadice or Canadis, you think? Canadis. Canadis? Canadice? Cannabis? What? Canadis? Canadis <laughs> State Forest. Which podcast Ford. did I just yeah. wake up on? <laughs> Paddlers will enjoy over 2,000 acres of water free from common boat traffic uh, found on all the other Finger Lakes. Do you the measure sh- water in acres? I don't, but they do, area. apparently. You measure area. area. If you look up the the size of Opiongo Lake, it's probably going to tell you there are square miles or it may tell you acres for a smaller lake. Hmm. I would have thought square kilometers or something. For well, a bigger lake, I think, kilometer. yeah, but... Well, the, the shores of this lake is, uh, are, is free of development, utterly wild, so exploring... Uh, is like stepping back into time to behold the Finger Lakes in their natural state. Nice. Mm-hmm. The West River, over four miles long, uh, the meandering West River, as well as trips along tributaries, provides ample paddling in an almost idyllic landscape. I mean, almost. Almost. Yeah. Almost. <laughs> this is a great place. Well, Except that one bit. <laughs> that one guy. It's almost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tall cattails, thick lily pads, carpet the banks throughout the 1,700-acre marshland, surrounded by forested hillsides, the river, and vast wetlands. Uh, ambitious paddlers can explore the lake itself. But be advised, strong north-south winds sometimes fill the center of the lake with tall waves. So I'm thinking I'm taking Tracy there. <laughs> yeah, because if a North of the Tea Lake, lake yeah. didn't do it for her. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how she does it. I honestly don't know how she does it. <laughs> um, Howland Lake. Paddlers will enjoy both the river and canal surrounding Howland, Howland Island. And the added benefit that this is a round river trip. The type of configuration means you can paddle the river and canal and end up right where you started without retracing your course. The entire circuit would be about 10 miles, and this includes the Seneca River, the Swiftwater Channel, and the Erie Canal. Of course, longer trips can be created by navigating further along the Seneca River, looping back along the Erie Canal. Are you Googling this uh, area here, Derek? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I, am. <laughs> I thought you yeah, should have. So am I right now, too. It, it looks pretty neat. Like, there's some marsh stuff. There's a National Wildlife Refuge mm-hmm. down below it. Uh, the northern, and this is one of my favorite words in the whole wide world. Because, and I did, once did a road trip through Iowa, and I literally went four hours out of my way just to go and get a picture in front of the sign. But the northern Montezuma Wildlife, and then Montezuma National Wildlife Refuge. So Montezuma, like Montezuma. The Montezuma Revenge. Audubon Center. <laughs> yeah, Montezuma you know. Revenge. But yeah, that, that Googling in on uh, the Howland, Howland, H-O-W land, Howland Island Wildlife Management Area. Yeah. It looks super cool. Um, there's an area like this, and while we're talking, I'll look up where it is in Ontario, where you can essentially do a loop in a river down near London somewhere. There's one Keep in Nashville talking. as well. Because when we went down but to Nashville. But that's a bunch of elbows, right? Well, yeah, because what it was is you you launch, and the river comes around in this big circle. Right. And you walk 50 feet back to your car. Back to your car. Yeah. So yeah. it's a big, big, huge. It's a giant uh, circle, yeah. but the, you know, the, the river keeps going one way and, and the other way sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, we were, we were going to go tra- check that out when we were down there a couple years back, but unfortunately the water was so low, we, we couldn't. Not right on your anniversary trip when you tried to make it into a paddling trip. <laughs> like I said, I don't know why she's still with you. Uh, she's into it. So, I know, you know, I know, I know, I know. Give me a hard time. 
Uh, while you're looking up that, the next one was Owasco Flats. At the southern end of Owasco Lake is an inlet and diverse floodplain that provides excellent birding, paddling, and a couple of short nature trails. Commonly known as Owasco Flats, the inlet serves as an important habitat for fish and uh, fish spawning within its marshes. During the spring, there's runs of rainbow trout, so of course you're going to get the fishing. Slow and quiet paddler can be rewarded with ample bird spotting and rare photo opportunities. Did you figure out the round lake there, Alan? Wallaceburg. Wallaceburg. So, Wallaceburg in southwestern Ontario near Walpole Island. And remember last week I was talking about how there's all that, the Delta area in that, yeah. um, Lake St. Clair. So, it's all around that. And I, I guess it probably, if there's a couple, it looks like a couple different rivers. That's one thing I hate about Google is they don't always show the bodies of water, especially rivers, very yeah. clear when you're trying to look it up. Um, but, yeah, you can essentially do this big loop around Wallaceburg using likely agricultural um uh, dikes and canals Ditches and that, and that stuff, kind of yeah. thing and uh, get all the way around it. So that's pretty cool. Okay, you got your finger on the button, Alan? I've got my <laughs> finger on the button. People are going, they're going to finally say, that's what this is all right. about. <laughs> right. So we have issues some days with, with pronouncing some of the names of places. There's a place called Staghorn Cliffs, which is the sixth spot, and a paddle along Skinny Atlas. Lake... <laughs> If you look at it, we're looking at Skane Atlas, but it's actually pronounced Skinny Atlas. Skinny uh, Atlas. Skinny Atlas Lake, <laughs> Eastern Shore. You leave from a boat launch in the town of Scott, uh, the town of Scott Family Park. There's a two-mile paddle along the lake's edge that will bring you to the Finger Lakes Land Trust Cora Camp Dixon Conservation Area. Holy jumpins which protects 1,300 feet along the bluffs known locally as the Staghorn Cliffs. They actually look pretty cool. And even the lake, it, I, I was looking at a video, and like blue water, these cliffs, the whole deal. Uh, the lakeshore bedrock contains staghorn coral fossils. Peer into the water or step out of your boat to see an ancient coral reef from the Devonian period, circa 400 and 350 million years ago. Wow. That's, that's pretty cool. Skinny Atlas. <laughs> that's Skinny Atlas. <laughs> Skinny Atlas. Uh, Skinny Atlas Lake. Yeah, so we, Alan's been wanting to push that button so bad all night that Me? he just hasn't Pushing stopped. Buttons? Just hasn't stopped. Never. So those are six spots to go paddle in the Finger Lakes in the northern... New York State. And, and one th- other place, if you are down there and you got a couple of days, Letchworth State Park. Oh, yeah. Is a fantastic... I've, I've wanted to go there for years, and just for some reason or another, it just it never w- works out. But it's a long, skinny uh, state park, um, river running through it, some fantastic... If you Google Letchworth State Park uh, waterfall or Letchworth yes. State Park, um, like Stone Bridge, you'll recognize this thing's been on calendars for a millennia. Yeah. Um, the images from here. So one of these days I'll get down there to do it. And if you're into like glass making and stuff, 
Corningware that we all have in our houses in oh, North America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just down below, down near Ithaca, and they've got a fantastic glass museum that my friend Heather and Jacob in Rochester we want to go to one day, um, where you can go and learn how to blow glass and stuff. So there's a lot to do in that area, not just uh, the Finger Lakes. Yeah, my brother and his wife, my late brother and his wife, they used to go for like some like like romantic wait weekends away down there. It's kind of like our Muskoka or Corthas, that kind of thing, Halberton area down there so it, it, i've driven through it a couple of times uh, my first kayak i bought was down in between kayak uh what's the name of the lake maybe it was hemlock no it was a little further over anyway it um gorgeous area canesso um sure let's go with that one yeah yeah well did you so. smuggle that one across the border too yes <laughs> <laughs> no the kayak trailer actually that was uh because with, so in my research, I'm like, okay, hey, with the vehicle, you have to do all this other VIN stuff and RIN stuff and all that. So you have to check in when you're leaving U.S. government. Um, but I was having trouble finding tons of information on RVs, tons of information on motorized vehicles, cars, trucks, motorcycles. Nothing on, like, a utility trailer. So I'm just like, I'm going to wing it. I'm going to U.S. Customs. He's like, well... Shit, son, you're going to need this, 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 and this. And I'm like, I don't have this, 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 and this. He's like, well, they're probably not going to let you in. I'm like, well, are you going to let me out? He's like, yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, I go across the border and I'm like, pull up to the Canadian guy. I'm like, don't make me turn around. Don't make me turn around. Because the U.S. guy was telling me, you're probably going to have to get it stored somewhere here for the weekend or the week until you get all this paperwork sorted out and come back. I'm like, that's not what I want to do. Um, and the Canadian guy just like got a receipt, bought it off eBay. Yeah that really what you paid for it? Which I think it was like 450 US or something. I'm like, yeah. Um, he's got, and he goes, do you have any other uh, correspondence with them to prove that that's what you paid for? I'm like, yeah, I've got like emails and that on my phone. He's like, okay. So I had to pay, I think the GST on 450 bucks. Um, and then when I got up here, I had to get inspected at Canadian Tire and get it uh, ministry approved and all that. But it was, uh, yeah, definitely um, one of the more stressful border crossings. <laughs> so... <laughs> Alan the smuggler. I yes. don't sm I do everything I tell the truth all the time. Alan the one only smuggler. when I'm going to Wisconsin with people and somebody mentions pink furry handcuffs as we're pulling away from the US Border Patrol that that's when I get nervous. <laughs> and well, it was somebody in this room who mentioned pink furry handcuffs they and it wasn't Derek. Specify <laughs> what hand when the when the customs guy said have you been in handcuffs recently? What am I supposed to say? Did you say it so he could hear it? They wouldn't let me. Oh. <laughs> it was as we were pulling away. So, like, both the win my window and the window beside Dwayne or Matt. Matt, I think, was behind yeah. me. And none of the, the three of them look like criminals or bikers, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, I look like I just walked out of a friggin' J.C. Penny ad or something, you know? <laughs> and these three look like bikers or that. And that's why it's like, has anybody ever been in jail? Has anybody been in handcuffs for any reason? Which I've never, had that, at you. I've never once had that conversation, right? Everybody had our question. And then as we're pulling away, pink furry hang. The pink furry handcuffs count? <laughs> oh, my God. Next time, car, the car. next time, I'm going to have a pair. I'm going to put them on. And when they like say, these? I'm going to go, yoo-hoo. <laughs> oh, I'm wearing them right now. <laughs> Funny you should mention, officer. <laughs> and that's the last time Alan went anywhere with us. Right. <laughs> International travel with the paddle goons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Um, that's it for my list. You got anything else, Derek? I don't. Alan? I should have been keeping track of how many times Alan swore. Oh, you, dude. You, <laughs> we have to go back and count the tink. We got, we got about about bucks. I did it too many that it's now 11.07 at night. He's definitely not staying up to edit them all out. Because <laughs> it's going, dropping it at six hours. <laughs> yeah. I did it They're staying in. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing what, he's, what you can do in... How I've kept track of every time you swore. A <laughs> minute and second. That's right. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, you did edit out one of them last week when I said how much I loved paddling the Bustard Islands yes. near French River Provincial Park. And then because it sounds like buzzards, the bird. And then it also sounds like a word. That, a bad word. Uh, it's not a bad word. It's not even one of the George yeah, Carlin but words. We're trying to keep our family friendly episode on, on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Sean did tell me that about that tonight. About <laughs> How <laughs> uh, if, if people complain that they're swearing, he loses G rating on iTunes. On iTunes, and now Alan has just gone out of his way. <laughs> no, it, nobody's going to mention that. Everybody has fun. Yeah, Alan the <laughs> Smuggler was swearing nonstop. <laughs> it's Alan. The anyway, go to iTunes and give it a five star review because this is a kick ass show. Yeah, <laughs> oh, throw another one. He just said ass. Oh, oh, throw one in I the said context of a donkey <laughs> kick, what, what are you? You're not kicking somebody's butt. You're kicking a donkey, an ass. Why would you kick it? That's that's oh great. Now we're gonna get like animal, animal. cruelty. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, just shut up. <laughs> awesome. You got anything else, Alan? No, but what's a female dog called? <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, our female dog was called Lassie. Chocolate. <laughs> uh, Alan, thanks for being on this week. Yes, appreciate it. It was fun. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I am never coming back. <laughs> Note to self. <laughs> Unfriend Alan. <laughs> if you're looking for me, you can find me at Kingdom Outdoor Products. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, give all your information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you can find me on Instagram, Alcation, like Vacation, but with AL in front instead of the VA. You can find me at Kingdom Outdoor Products. We've got all sorts of neat stuff. The kayak locks have been going good this year. The deck lights, the Great Lakes wall art. Um, we've got dry bags, headlamps, other kayak lights, uh, kayak keychains, stand-up paddleboard keychains, canoe keychains, canoe racks, kayak racks, all sorts of stuff kingdomoutdoor.ca but don't try to look at it from Derek's work computer because the security won't let you onto the website. <laughs> no. But it's, just, it's just a Shopify site and I guess the security sucks. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. If, uh, and if you want to buy anything off of that, use the discount code, what's the name of this? Use the discount code PAR and you'll get 10% off. Now through the end of July. The end of July? Wow. wow. I'd say the end of June. <laughs> this yeah, the end of June. <laughs> this, this, this drops after June. So. Yeah, so for the next month, uh, enter the discount code PAR, like Paddling Adventures Radio. PAR, you get 10% off anything you order. And while Sean does his sign-off stuff, I'm going to set up that discount code before I forget it. So <laughs> kingdomoutdoor.ca, Facebook, Instagram, or the World Wide Web. The World Wide Weeb. Thanks, Alan. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Always fun having you, having me here. Yeah, yeah pleasure's all it. yours, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it must be. <laughs> yeah, hope you enjoyed that beer. It's my last one. It's the last one. If you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can download or stream our episodes on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Player FM, iHeartRadio, uh, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites. 
If you go to the episode page at paddlingadventuresradio.com, you can listen to all our episodes there, stream them, download them. Uh, while you're there, check out our merch page. There's a big old button on the front page that'll take you to our store and get your PAR gear there. And if you've enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends, family, and fellow paddlers. I want to thank everybody for listening this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time.